Tereyasicha, which is appropriate. This is in, uh, for this year, it's the same schedule. This is uh, for Shivas or Betamuz when it came out on Shabbos, and it was a Nidcha. Uh, this is in volume 33, Chelek uh, Gimel. Sicha for Shivas or Betamuz. And um, it's interesting how the Rebbe takes a very simple word of the Friedrich Rebbe was relating about the Rebbe Maharash. Uh, he said something about when, basically, that when a fast day comes off on uh, Shabbos and it's pushed off, so it should be pushed off totally. And the Rebbe makes a whole pilpul both in the Nigla and reveal part of Torah and also in the Hasidus explains that even though the words just seem like to said, but it has a lot of significance. And uh, later on, actually towards the end of the Sikha, the Rebbe explains the different words between what the Rebbe Maharash says and what the Friedrich Rebbe said, as we'll see. But in any event, this was in the year, this is the related by the previous Rebbe. This was in the year Tof Rejmen. That was the year that the previous Rebbe was born. Previous Rebbe was born on Yud Beis Tammuz. So therefore, like the same schedule that we had this year as well, in Tav Shinai and Tess, mm-hmm. that Yud Beis Tammuz was on Monday, and therefore the fast Shivasu Tammuz was on Shabbos Kodesh, was Shabbos will be the 17th of Tammuz, and therefore the fast of Shivasu Tammuz is pushed off for the next day, for Sunday. But in that particular year, the previous Rebbe was born, and I guess it was the Shabbos, the Rebbe said it was Shabbos, Shalom Zohar, it was on the Shabbos, it was born on Monday, so it was Shalom Zohar, and his bris was, you know, two days later, uh, was uh, on Yutes, and on, I guess it was on Monday, because that's the eighth day, Yudbeis, Yudgimel, Yudalat, Tezvav, Tezayin, Yudzayin, Tches, Yutes, the eighth day is on Monday. So he was in the great, his grandfather, which was, the grandfather, the Friedrich Rebbe, the Rebbe Marash, he was very, uh, very besimcha, very joyful. And several times he mentioned during the nighttime, during the Shalom Zohar, and during the daytime, that this Shabbos is called Nitcha, a pushed off the Nitcha. What does it mean? Uh, because the fast of Shiva Sabbatamus, because it's Shabbos, is pushed off. We don't fast on Shabbos. And he said, that's what the Rebbe Marash says, uh, meaning uh, the, uh, the Friedrich Rebbe said, Halavai sheyir nitcha be'emes. Halavai sheyir be truthfully pushed off. The Rebbe is going to explain the difference, also the words, what he added over here. So when you just read it very simply, it seems like the words of the Rebbe Marash were like a blessing, it was a prayer, uh, because at the end, the... Uh, so actually, I should take that back. Uh, the previous siyum was the words of the Rebbe Maharash. Maharash said, Halavai she'yi which let Ataka be pushed away in truth. The Rebbe, the previous Rebbe then concluded, and he said that the bracha of a tzaddik is fulfilled. So therefore, Halavai, that it should be so, and it should be pushed off truthfully. And Yehovah will be turned for joy and happiness. So we see that basically this is a nice bracha. So a bracha, what are we going to start uh, learning out a pilpul or a halacha from brachas? He says no. In addition, even when we have just weekly talk of a Tamil Chochem, we say that you always have to study. You can't just take it lightly. And of course... When we talk about a tefillah and a bracha, a tzaddik, uh, for sure we need look. But uh, we know that the Rebbe's, our leaders, was very, very specific, particular. So the Rebbe says we have to say, we can say that in the language, we look into the language, there is hidden, and it also hints the whole concept, what does it mean, a fast which has been pushed away? Understand. We'll understand it according to halacha. And also according to Primis HaToyrah. So the Rebbe is going to have a whole discussion in Halacha and Primis HaToyrah about what is the status of a fast that is pushed away. Uh, so, the um, here was, you know, here was the, the Baruch, it says pushed away. 
pushed away normally, if you, you just look at it superficially, when he said, well, this fast is pushed off, let it be pushed off in Gansan, right? Let it be Halavai, that it should be burst, or the, the bracha that he said, right? That it should be pushed off totally. Uh, and, um, and it should be pushed off truthfully. What does it mean, truth? It means when Mashiach will come, it will be no more, no more fast day. But is there really a connection between being pushed off? So here it's pushed off for one day. Because Shabbos, you can't fast, so you fast on Sunday. Okay, so it's just changed the day. What does it mean to pushed off? Nothing really happened over here. But when we're talking about when Mashiach will come, it should be pushed off in truth over there. We're talking about it's going to be no more fast day. It's going to be no, no longer a fast day. But the Rebbe says no. That actually, when you push off a fast day, even halacha, there are certain leniencies that take place because it's not on the right day. So, Shiva Osir Betamuz being pushed off to Sunday has certain leniencies which is not when Shivasa Betamus is on another day. So that means when we say that you push off Shivasa Betamus to Sunday, you're actually taking away a little bit of the seriousness, of the severity of the fast day. As for example, the Bal Habris, the father of the baby, or maybe even the, the, the son, but the Bal Habris, uh, there's a... Uh, um, there's a leniency that he doesn't have to complete his fast day when it comes to the uh, nitcha. If on the fast day, when a year like this, if it's on a regular Shivasa uh, Betamos, say for example, then he would have to fast the full fast day. But when it comes to a Shivasa Betamos, which is a nitcha, then he's not obligated. It's a simcha. He doesn't have to fast. So you see clearly that there is a distinction between uh, when it's on the day of Shabbos or when it's on another day, she was with Thomas. So that's why there's a bracha. So the Rebbe said like this. At first glance, what is the connection between pushing off the fast of the 17th of Thomas through Shabbos to being totally pushed off in the future to come? It's obvious because here we don't just push it off from its regular time to another time. So usually we fast on the 17th, and this year, when it's a nitche, we're fasting on the 18th. But the pushing away also impacts that it makes it a little bit less, the seriousness of the fast day, because a fast that has been pushed off for Sunday is lighter when it's at the regular time. This is a halacha with regards to brismila, that when the fast is on time, so then the bal habris has to complete the whole time. But when it's chal on Shabbos, the fast day, and it's being pushed off to Sunday. So then the Balabris on Sunday isn't obligated to complete the whole time. So he can break his fast and not finish it. Because it's considered a yonte for the Balabris. So we see, since we're saying that the seriousness, the severity of the fast has been diminished. So we can say that this is the beginning to when it's going to be totally uh, nullified because it's going to be nullified when Mashiach is going to come. It's going to be no more fasting. So we're saying the beginning, making it easier, is a start for when it's going to be totally nullified. So this is something, the, the basis for this idea that when you push off a fast day, it is less, is basically, we find this in the words of Rebbe with regards to Tishabov. He talks, this is the cousin of Tishabov. It was Tishabov that came out on Shabbos. So that's in the, in the Gemara, in uh, Megillah, with Aleph. So the Gemara says over there, um, um, that Tishabov came out on Shabbos, Tishabov that came on Shabbos, and then we pushed it off, that's the Braise, the Chacham said, when Tishabov came out on Shabbos, we pushed it off till after Shabbos. What did the Rebbe say? No. He says, since we pushed it off, we're not going to make a fast at all. So the Rebbe said, once it's pushed off, if it comes out, we're not going to fast at all. So, 
Rabbi's view is that when you can't fast on Shabbos, because it's Shabbos, so you push off the fast day, so then there's no obligation to fast anymore on that year. So on that year, we don't fast. Yeah, that's not the halacha. This is going to be the, the, um, the discussion. But over here, you see clearly this concept that when we push it off, it, it goes away totally. So to us, we're saying it goes away a little bit, it's a little bit less. So there is something, when it's not on the right day, it's not just everything that was on Shabbos transfers to Sunday, but it has to, uh, there is a little bit less uh, severity. So there's something that happens over there. So the Rebbe says, okay, so this is the basis to explain what the Rebbe Maharash says that um, it's pushed off, let it be pushed off totally. So because the pushing off, as we said, halachically there's pushed off and also according to Rebbe it's pushed off totally. So this is the basis. But the Rebbe wants to first, before the Rebbe is going to get to it, towards the end of the Sikha, the Rebbe has a whole discussion about what is really happening when you have a fast day and it's being pushed off. So the Rebbe first has an idea, and then the Rebbe sort of rejects that idea and brings in another idea. So the, um, the idea is, the Rebbe says that uh, the idea is, what really happens when something which would come out on the weekday would be a normal, and now it comes out on Shabbos. So we can possibly say uh, that the um, that the day that it's pushed away, it just you change the date. So like this, we have a, ta- a time is, is on the 17th, or in that case, Tisha B'Av, it's on the 9th of Av. When it's Shabbos, the things get pushed off and it becomes the 10th of Av, or the 18th of Av. That's when it becomes... Or, we should say, no, 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 it doesn't really change. It always stays the same. And what happens is, when it comes on Shabbos, it just gets pushed because you can't do it on Shabbos. So there is no day. So there's no, so there's no fast day. Question is, originally, what, what, what was the way it was instituted originally? Was it instituted that in a case when it's Shabbos, you do it on Sunday, or it was remained on Shabbos. It never changed. So when you can't do it on Shabbos, then it's gone. The Rebbe says perhaps, the Rebbe doesn't say that in the end, but the Rebbe says perhaps we can say that uh, there is a machloikis between the Chachamim say that we have to keep Tish above, even if it comes out on Shabbos. Rebbe says we don't have to keep Tisha above because it came out on Shabbos. So we can say, what is the idea of their argument is whether when we push it away from Shabbos to Sunday, what it means is, according to us, whether it made this Sunday the time of the fast day. The Chachamim hold, it, make it, it makes it the fast. So the fast day now this year, so it's not like a pushed off. You're not pushing anything away. All we're saying is, when it comes on a Shabbos, we have another day. So it's one or two days. You know, you have a rain date, or you have a, if it uh, it's Shabbos this day, we do it the next day. But uh, according to the Svarov of Rebbe, no, no date changed. They cannot change the date. The date was instituted to be on Shabbos, and it stays on Shabbos. When we can't push it off, you can't push it off. The Rebbe brings another example where we see this idea uh, with regards to the Megillah. And um, again, over here in this case, Rebbe was with the idea you should push it off totally. But we find by the Megillah, we find in the Gemara, we find also a similar case. So what happens, it says in the Bryce, what happens... Uh, when you have Purim, the 14th, comes out on Shabbos. What happens is, uh, Rabbi made a gezerah, he made a decree, he says, on Shabbos you can't lay in the Megillah. 
And nowadays we don't have Purim on Shabbos, so we don't have the issue. Actually, uh, Shushan Purim in the Yerushalayim, places where they keep Shushan Purim, they do have the issue today too, because then you have Shabbos on, on, on Purim. But when you have Shabbos on Purim, then you can't lane the Megillah. Okay. So, what? In Shushan. Yeah, so then, okay, or Shushan, or if, when is the time? In Shalom, that's today also today, but in the time of, the, even when there was, it used to be Mekadosh by the Edim, uh, if Purim came out, the 14th came out on Shabbos, so what do you do? So the Braises says over there, when it comes on Shabbos, we can't play on Shabbos, because Gzeda Rabbah, because we're afraid, Gzeda Rabbah is afraid you're going to carry the Megillah on Shabbos, we can't play on Shabbos. So he says like this, the uh, villagers, um, they, those are people that, to begin with, uh, the Chachamim allowed them to read the Thursday before. The Chachamim didn't trouble, they allowed them to read the Megillah on Thursday or the Monday before. That's when they come in anyways. For reason, because they provide the water, they, they, they come in anyway, so the Chachamim allowed them. So he says, so the Braises says, the villagers, they will read the day, Yom HaKnisa. That's the day they come in anyways. So they leave on Thursday, but that's, that's standard practice for them. But what happens with the Ayores Gidoilus, those are the regular cities. I mean, not Mukofis Chaimas, the great, the big cities, not the villages, which is the regular cities. What do they do? So he says they would read on Erev Shabbos. So instead of reading on the 14th, they would read on the 13th. But Rabbi says, no. Rabbi says, since they cannot read anymore uh, from the regular place, they, they're not in the regular place. The regular time is on the 14th. So we're not doing them on the 14th. So we're not going to do the Thursday the 13th. We're going to push them away also to the Thursday before. They're going to basically be reading on the 12th, not on the 13th, a day earlier. Uh, because, what he says, the time is Shabbos. And once we push it away, we're going to push it away to Thursday. We're not going to push it away all the way to uh, to. to to, we're not going to. We're going to push it away to uh, Thursday already. So, what is the idea over here? We can still over here. That the Rebbe holds that the uh, Megillah reading was instituted that every year the people that are open cities called the Yoros Gedolus, they're not surrounded by a wall. The process <coughs> they should read on the fourteenth, and those who have a wall, they should read on the fifteenth. But because there was a decree of Rabbe, they pushed away this Takona. So they moved the pushed it, right? So again, uh, they pushed it away. Uh, so we see his approach is, it still remained on Shabbos, but you push it away. So since you push it away, you push it whatever you want, to push it to Push it to Monday. Push it to, 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 to Thursday. Over here we don't say, it's only by the fast we say, since you pushed it away, push it away totally. That we say by a fast day, that's the Rebbe's opinion. But by the Megillah, there's no reason not to read the Megillah. So, but the point what the Rebbe wants to say, that according to uh, Rebbe, the time is still Shabbos. So you have to push it. So since you push it, push it to, when it's easy, push it to Thursday. So it's not a problem. But the Chachamim don't think that you're, you're not pushing anything over here. The Chachamim, they hold that because of the Gzeda, the Rabbe, so to begin with, a way was instituted that the Megillah reading is when it comes out on the 14th, you make it earlier, you make it to the earlier day. So basically, the, the, what the Rebbe's idea over here is, are we pushing away the fast day on Shabbos, on Teshuvah, in this case, first with the Megillah again. We see over there, according to Rebbe, the date remains the same all the time. It remains, the date remains Shabbos. It's only that we're pushing it away. But what is the right date? It's still Shabbos. Even when it comes out on Shabbos, the right date is still Shabbos. And we're just pushing it away, pushing it off. So we're not doing it the right date. And we'll see that there's, what's the difference? We'll see in a minute. And according to the Chachamim, no, that it wasn't, we're not pushing anything. The time was set up that when we read on the 14th, 
uh, when we could read it the 14th and the 14th, otherwise it's in the 13th. So we're not pushing anything away. So we can't push it to the Thursday. We just do it in the uh, 13th. Okay, whatever. That's just it. But what does it mean for us in our situation, in our Gemara over here, that the Rebbe wants to say that perhaps, perhaps the difference between whether we're going to fast on Sunday, because according to the Chachamim, the way the Chachamim say, we're not pushing anything away. It was set up. We know that when, and the Rebbe in the other Sikhs, the Rebbe references other places also, but it's just this, this point over here. Uh, the Chachamim originally, when they set up Tishabov, they said that when Tishabov will come out on Shabbos, according to the Chachamim, the date will be on, on Sunday. And therefore, we're not pushing anything away, and therefore there's no reason to not to fast at all. According to Rebbe, no, no, they never changed the date. The date always remained on Shabbos. And therefore, what you want to do is you want to push it. Push it, don't, don't do it at all. So then we're going to go uh, push it away totally. That's what the Rebbe wants to suggest over here. But the Rebbe is going to say that that is not really possible because we know that the... Um, the um, the halacha is that it is uh, pushed away. It's not like we just took the fourteenth and we moved, or we took Tishabov on a shachal b'shabbos, and we just moved it all to the tenth of Av. We just do, did it that, or we moved the seventeenth and made it to the eighteenth. It's not. It's not just like that. It's all pushed off. It's still pushed off. But the Rebbe is just suggesting that. But the Rebbe brings down. It'll be like a question, interesting question, whether we say we changed it or we say uh, it's pushed off or we changed it. In other words, what is the difference? So it'll be like a question. And this is actually a question with regards to halacha in actuality, in practice. So let's say if we should say the obligation to fast, if it's a fast day that is pushed off from Shabbos to Sunday, is because this Sunday is making up for not being able to fast on Shabbos. So it's pushed off from Shabbos to Sunday. So if since we can't fast on Shabbos, so it's a make-up. It's, we're making it up on Sunday. Or that was the way it was established. What would be different? So let's say... So this is a discussion... Is the fast day pushed off? Is it a makeup? Is the is Sunday a makeup for Shabbos, or the time is Sunday? Uh, what would be the halacha? So that brings down three different the halacha would be there. So let's say a minor becomes bar mitzvah on the tenth of Av. This Sunday, uh, the, or on uh, tenth of Av, he becomes bar mitzvah, or on the eighteenth of Thomas in this case. But in this case, the commentary is talking about Tishabah. So let's say he becomes bar mitzvah on the tenth of Av. So if on that year when Tisha B'av is on Shabbos, the fast is moved to the tenth above, since he's by mitzvah on the tenth above, so the minor has to fast over there because he became an adult on the tenth above. That's the day of fasting. But if we should say that the fast is only a makeup because you couldn't fast on Shabbos, so that's a makeup for the ninth of Av. So since at the time when it was ninth of Av, he wasn't by mitzvah yet. He only becomes a mitzvah in Yud. So he's not obligated. So then he doesn't have to make up. So there's no reason for him to fast on, on Sunday because he wasn't by mitzvah. So it depends, is, is it a makeup or it's the time for it? Number two. Usually we know that the week that Tisha B'av comes in, there's extra stringency. It's, Shavuot, it's called the Shavuot Shechalboi Tisha B'av. Okay, there's a whole halachas that but you know, with the butchers, everything closes, you know, the nine days, and then it goes, it, it, it goes in severity, first from Rishchidosh in the nine days, and then the week that Tisha B'Av falls in. So, there's a difference in a year on Sunday. So, when the Yud is on Sunday. So, if it was established that on a year when it's Shabbos, it's Tish, it's the ninth of Av is on Shabbos, you should do it on the tenth of Av. So then, when does the week of Tishabov 
come out, the week that's before Shabbos doesn't count because it's not yet the week of Tisha Because that year, Tisha is Sunday. So it only starts with Shabbos. So the whole week before isn't considered the week of Tisha But if, on the other hand, the Sunday is only a makeup for the Shabbos, so the week that precedes that Shabbos is the week of Tisha Because Tisha hasn't really left us. Shabbos is still Tisha It's only... Uh, a makeup that we can't uh, we still have to make it up for it and we make up but the, the, the main thing that it's Tisha B'av remains so therefore all things that you can't do on the week of Tisha B'av should apply to the whole week before Shabbos and then there is a third difference whether one needs to conduct themselves in Avelos in things on, on, on the Shabbos in Tisha B'av, in uh, um, whether um, whether we apply, whether we do things which are done and not in a uh, in an open way. Um, so the question is on Tisha B'av that comes on Shabbos. There's special laws of mourning that apply to Tisha B'av itself. Uh, the question is, do they apply to that Shabbos of Tisha B'av? Do they apply? Yeah. The question is, do we conduct ourselves with those matters which are done in quiet if Tisha B'av comes out on Shabbos? So there is the opinions that say that we don't do matters that are quietly... Uh, they hold... Uh, we don't, in other words, Tisha B'av, Shabbos, you can do whatever you want. You don't apply no, no laws. No Tisha B'av laws don't apply to Shabbos. That means that it's been moved totally to uh, Sunday. But those people, those opinions that hold that you do apply the laws of Shabbos, uh, that the laws that you, you keep on Shabbos, Betzina, you know, Avelis, probably you don't, but on Shabbos we do keep Betzina, they hold that it's still Tisha B'av. Tisha B'av is still uh, Shabbos, it's still Tisha B'av. That's why some of the laws, the laws as well, still will apply. Uh, so this is where we see that it makes a difference whether it was totally moved or it, it still applies to Shabbos and it's pushed off. But the Rebbe says this is very difficult to explain the Machlokes and Rebbe Rabona because when we talk about pushing away time in Tisha B'av, because the halacha is not like Rebbe. Chachamim don't agree. If Tisha B'av comes out on Shabbos, we'd still make Sunday Tisha B'av, right? So, therefore it means, why do we make it on uh, Tisha B'av? So we're saying that lehalacha, we're not just, if this is the idea, so lehalacha, it means that lehalacha, we don't consider it pushed away. We say that Sunday is the time. That's why we still have to fast on on Shabbos. On Sunday, we have to fast because it was set up to be done on Shabbos. So, in that case, um, which means that, but why do we find in Halacha, in the Shulchan Aruch, it says the Halacha is that we brought down before that only Tisha B'av, which comes out on Shabbos, and it's been pushed off to Sunday, the Baal Bris can daven mincha early, while it's still daytime, and he can wash, bathe himself, and he doesn't have to complete the timeless because it's his festival. That only applies when? When Shabbos is Tisha B'av. But when the Bris Mila is, when Shabbos is Tisha B'av, and the Bris Mila takes place when? So it takes place on, on Sunday. So, but if the bris takes place on a regular Tisha B'av, which is not pushed off, Tisha B'av has not been pushed off from Shabbos to Sunday, but whatever the day is, and that's when the bris is, then he has to do the whole fast day. But it must mean that la we still hold, la is that a Tisha B'av that has been pushed off to Sunday is still not the same level 
as Tisha B'Av, which has not been pushed off. Even though we're trying to tell you that it's, this man was pushed, originally was set up for uh, Sunday, when in that case, but it's still not the same thing. A Tisha B'Av that comes out on Shabbos and pushed off isn't as serious as a Tisha B'Av that has not been pushed off. That's more serious when it's not pushed off. Which means there's still something about being pushed off and it's not like we're going to say, originally the rabbi said, they made it Hakona, if it's on Shabbos, then the fast, everything is moved over to Sunday. If that was the case, then Sunday wouldn't have any leniency. Why would we be lenient for the Baal Bris if that's the regular day? So it must mean there is still a level of Dechiyah, there is something that we're pushed off, even according to the Rabbana. So we have to say that when it comes out on Sunday, it's been pushed off, and that's why it's not as serious as a fast day, which is on Tisha B'Av itself. But the question is, what does it mean when it's pushed off? Because we can say push off in various different levels of the Rebbe is going to explain. Even when we say that something is pushed off, we can see to what extent was it pushed off. Rebbe is going to explain that uh, according to Rebbe, it's being pushed off more than according to the Rabbonin. Even the Rabbonin agreed that it's pushed off, but it's not uh, but it's not completely uh, pushed off. There's some things, there's some things, there's two parts, as Rebbe will explain. There is the part of the day of the fast, that it's a yoim tainis, which the Torah, which the Chachamim instituted, they instituted that this day is Teshavav. And then there is an expression of the fast day what the person does. All the restrictions, all the different... So there is a day, a designated day, and there's also something that applies to the person, what you're supposed to be doing in that day. So, while the day, even according to the Chachamim, Rebbe is going to explain, is pushed off, which means the day is really Shabbos, and uh, Sunday is just sort of a makeup for the Shabbos. The laws that you do on uh, restrictions have been set up to do on Sunday because you can't do it on Shabbos. According to Rebbe, everything is pushed off. In other words, whether it's the day and the laws, and therefore, since we can't do the laws on Shabbos, or the Rebbe is going to explain that we accomplish some of the laws on Shabbos through eating on Shabbos, actually, according to Rebbe, we exclude, as Rebbe will explain. So let's say it like this. So the Rebbe says, we see, we find in the Achrenim that on a fast day were two aspects to it, and there's two ways. There's the resting of the name of Tainus on the day. So there is a, uh, a Heftzah, it's called in the Loshan Yeshiva, there is a day which is a fast day, and then there is the resting of the laws and the obligations on the person. So the Rebbe says, based on that concept, we can say that the disagreement between the Rebbe and the Rabbonin is not on the seriousness of the fast of Sunday that has been pushed off from Shabbos. So I'd like to say uh, the uh, we know that uh, according to the, the Rabbonon, uh, it's uh, it could be uh, it's not they're not disagreeing how serious it is. But the question is, what is the Shabbos? What is the status of the Shabbos in which the fast has been pushed away from? So, what is that Shabbos that has Tisha B'av on it? What do we look at that Shabbos? If what we push off from Shabbos is only in those aspects of the laws of tainis. But the fact that it's a day of tainis, that remains. So 
we have two parts of it. Shabbos, according to the Rabbonon, is a tainus, a day of tainus, and the laws of tainus have been pushed off to be done on Sunday, and that's why there is also a difference in the laws. Or we should say that on Shabbos, it's also the whole day of tainus. There's no, there's not only the laws. There's no day of tainus, which is the words of Rebbe. Rebbe says it's been pushed off. Uh, Rebbe holds that the day of Titus is totally be pu- pu- pushed off and therefore there is no fast day. There's no fast day. Uh, so if we should say that uh, Rebbe will hold like a, you do have to keep a little bit on the laws of Shabbos uh, so um, why do you have to keep the laws of Shabbos? Rebbe says in that point if we should say so we say since it's only been uh, pushed away, the whole tag is pushed away, uh, so therefore there's some dinim remain. So basically, according to Rebbe, when Tisha B'Av is on Shabbos, it's all, there's no day, there's no day, there's no customs, everything is pushed away. According to the Rabbonon, the day remains, and the customs get pushed off to something. So, but how could we say this, that there is a day of fasting on Shabbos? So here we're basically saying that the time is, the day of time is the day, not in the, not in the actuality, but the conceptually there is a day, it's a day of time is, but on Shabbos you're not allowed to fast. Shabbos, there's a mitzvah, that you have to eat and drink. And according to some opinions, uh, it's prohibited from the Torah to fast on uh, Shabbos. And the Alter Rebbe learns that the prohibition against fasting on Shabbos is because the Pasuk says, by the month, the Torah says, Ichlu hayoyim ki Shabbos hayoyim l'ashem. They should eat it today. Today is Shabbos for Hashem. So that means that a Shabbos is not allowed to fast. It's a mitzvah from the Torah to eat. You can't fast on Shabbos. And here we're saying that somehow on Shabbos there is the idea of fasting. The Rebbe is going to explain explain how sometimes eating could be fasting too. We're saying that eating could be sort of uh, when you eat it properly it may not be, it may be fasting from the perspective of the body and the really tivus, but it could be uh, still a, uh, a way of, of serving fakert. It's, it's, it never brings out in a higher level. The Rebbe says like this. What is a fasting? The Pasuk calls a fast is a yoim rotsin la Hashem. It's a day of appeasement to Hashem. That's what the day, that's what the day of a fast is. Uh, Mostly we say this idea for a fast, which we fast for tshuva, kapara, we're learning now in the Geras and tshuva, about uh, when you're atonement and you're looking for being merutsu, v'chobi, kapara. That doesn't apply so much to the four fast days because those are mainly mourning for the uh, destruction of the temple. Especially Tisha B'Av would cry for the temple. Uh, but that has more of a status of mourning. That's a gather of Avelos uh, because of the troubles that took place. But still, that's the reason why we fast, because of the trouble. But what's the whole idea? Why are we fasting for the troubles? The Rambam writes that even these fasts, they are to basically to arouse our hearts to open up the ways of tshuva. So this should be sort of a reminder to our bad deeds and the deeds of our fathers that were like our deeds now, so that it caused them all. So it's all because caused them and us all these troubles. When we remember these things, so then we will return to make our ways good, as the Apostle says, that we should confess our sins and our father's sins. So we here we see that a tiniest has these two aspect is to uh, remember uh, the 
uh, our father to remember the way to do teshuva and to con- con- confess. What it means, it's morning and it's also teshuva. It's not like uh, not teshuva. So what is what is teshuva? What is that? That's the koyel yomirotzim. So what does it mean? That because it's a good, it's a yomirotzim, it's a day that it's acceptable. Uh, that is revealed uh, when you fast and you conduct yourself of the fast in this day, that reveals that it's a Yom Rotzen. As the Gemara says, that when a person doesn't eat, so, that the minimizing of my fat and my blood that has been diminished because I'm fasting, that should be as if I brought it as an offering before you on the Mizbeach and for accept me. Uh, so there is basically a concept that this is a day of Rotzen. The Ebishter is sort of accepts us. How do we show our acceptance from Hashem? We reveal this through our fasting that we do that. But whether we fast or not, that special day of Yom Rotzen remains. That's a day, that's a day of appeasement. Sometimes we have other ways of showing the Yom Rotzen. But first the Rebbe brings an interesting proof for this. We know the Rambam brings down that the Posik in Zechariah says that the fast days will become a holiday. Why would the fast days become a holiday? Okay, you're not going to fast because it's not going to be any morning, but why would they become a holiday? But that tells us that in essence, this day is a day of Rotsun. It's a good day. It's a day of appeasement. But now, this day of appeasement, the day of goodwill, Hashem's goodwill, which is the day of the tiniest, that is expressed through fasting. That's how we fast. When we diminish our, that's how we express the day of the goodwill. And that's what, that's what, but the Rebbe is going to say on Shabbos, we express the Yom Rotzen partially through eating. We'll see in a minute. The Rebbe explains the Posik and Zechariah that the Rambam brings down the halacha that in the future, not only are the fast days going to be nullified, but in addition to that, that they're going to turn, these fast days are going to be Yom Tovim and days of Simcha, joy, Sosim, Simcha, happy days. So, in the simple, we need to understand this. The fact that the Tzoymas are going to be no longer in the future is understood. Since the fasting are a remembrance for the troubles that happened to our parents, so therefore when it's no longer, when we're going to take away the remembrance of the Tzoris because it's going to be the redemption, so automatically the uh, fast days are going to be nullified. But why would these days be turned into days of joy and happiness? What is the, why is it happy days? I mean, what, what, what makes the day happy? But based on the above, we understand it. Because the main thing of a fast day is not the fasting. It's a yoim rotzin la Hashem. It's a day which is appeasement for Hashem. That's what it is. But in the time of exile, when we still have to deal with our sins, which caused us to exile from our land, so how is the right way to feel, to utilize the advantage of this day is by afflicting the body, because that brings the person to tshuva, etc. But in the future to come, when Hashem will remove the spirit of evil, from the land, there's no room, there's no reason for afflicting the body, but rather to add in the service of Hashem, and this service should be with simcha, and gladness of hearts. And therefore, they will be made rots and Eilu will become days of Simcha. They will turn into Yom Tevim. So now we understand that when Tishabov comes out, or any of the other four fasts, the only one other one can come out is Shabbos uh, Betamus, according to the schedule now. But they could have come out. Uh, if they ever come out on Shabbos, and on Shabbos we know Ein etzav ba could be no sadness on Shabbos or no affliction on Shabbos. So the fact that you can't fast does not take away from the fact that this day is a yom rotzon. The contrary, because Shabbos in of itself is also a day and a time of rotzon. The Torah says chemdas yomim The most 
delightful of days I call Shabbos. Shabbos is called a chebda, a treasure, a beautiful day. So this is a Yom So which means as follows. If a person should swear that he's going to follow, that he's going to fast in Shabbos and Yom Rotevim, then we consider, that's considered a shvua in vain. You're not allowed because you're not allowed to fast. Because on these days it's prohibited to fast and you are swearing to negate a mitzvah. Because we're talking about uh, here what you're trying to do is you want a act of a person. A person should fast. That's not allowed. So a person is not allowed to fast on Shabbos. But those days that the Torah is set up to begin with, as those are days of fasting, which is the fast of the fourth month, of course, of Thomas, and the fast of the fifth month, etc., when they come out on Shabbos, so even though the person is not able to fast on that day, but nevertheless, the object of the day, the tainis, which is a Yom Rosh Hashem, that stays in its place. And this is the svara of the Rabbonon, that even when the fast comes on the Shabbos, you still have both ideas over there. I said it before when I said it earlier, I said it a little bit wrong, but the Rebbe explains it over here, that uh, there is both matters. It's, first of all, it's a fast day as a Yom Rotzen, which is on Shabbos, and there's also the act of the person, no, I didn't say that right, the person which gets pushed off, yeah, I didn't say that actually, no, I didn't say that correctly. And then you have the act of the person which on the day of the fast get pushed off. So you have both matters. But according to Rebbe, everything is pushed off. So therefore there is nothing. There is not, 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 and according to him, there is nothing. There is, uh, there is no fast at all. And the Rebbe explains this deeper that on Shabbos actually you are Fasting on Shabbos in a tzoyim, you could actually accomplish the same thing as the fasting on Shabbos, even though while you're eating on Shabbos. It says in many places with regards to the fasting of Yom Kippur. Kippur, of course, is a mitzvah of to fast, which is the father of all fasts. So over there, the Pesach says, Lachayoysom Barov to sustain them, to vitalize them with hunger. Which means that from the hunger, your fasting of Yom Kippur, there is an energy that goes to the soul. Normally, the energy that goes to the soul also comes from the sparks, from the food, from the way. Normally, it comes through a direct way. When you eat your mevara, you get the netzutzis, and that gives the energy. But Yom Kippur, it comes from the fasting. So that extent that their life comes from the hunger itself, the fact that you are hungry and thirsty for Hashem, that gives you life. The thirst that's represented by not eating in the physical world, but it means your hunger and your yearning to Hashem, that gives you life. And that sustains the physical body when you're on Yom Kippur. So that means that the energy, the vitality that comes to a person, that extends to a person on a tightness through the hunger, is actually a greater level of energy than the energy that you get through eating and drinking. Because over here, it's all Kedusha. You don't have to take physical and sort it out and get the spark and everything else over there. You're being sustained directly from, uh, from the hunger because there is no eating and drinking. Uh, it's Kedusha because there's no physicality over there. And the person is occupied only with Kedusha. On Yom Kippur, this is his entire energy on that day. He's not even connected to anything physical. So even though this is said with regards to Yom Kippur, but the truth is that from Yom Kippur, this idea, that the neshama lives from the highest, can be said about all fast days. Also, the fast days that we learn from Divre Kabbalah, from the Novi,
from the Nevi'im, which is the source for the other fast days. So, when a person eats on Shabbos and Yontav, normally, not by fast day, it's not the same as one eats in the weekday. Because most of the time, usually, a person who is enjoying his physical eating and drinking, uh, and then his pleasure is a pleasure of a weekly, a weekday pleasure. But when you eat on Shabbos, from Shabbos it's a mitzvah to give pleasure to the Shabbos, to enjoy the Shabbos. So then your eating and the delight that you have become holy and become a mitzvah on Shabbos. So from this we can understand that the wholesomeness of fulfilling the mitzvah of the Oynik Shabbos is when your entire delight is from the fact that you're Mekayim Hashem's mitzvah through eating this. So that means that you're not just enjoying it because the body, it tastes good for the body, that's why you're enjoying it. But this becomes a pleasure for the neshama that the Abishter wants you to, uh, to enjoy it. Similar to what we learned, that we're doing the chukah, the logical, because the Abishter wants us to understand it. Over here, you are enjoying with your body because you are fulfilling the Abishter's mitzvah that you're, uh, you should enjoy it with your body as well. But it's not just because, oh, I'm enjoying it now. Now, that's already a high level. That would be a high level. A person who hasn't reached that level, that he doesn't really care about the physical pleasures of Shabbos eating. He doesn't care. Uh, sometimes uh, people who eat Shabbos, they, it makes them, even they're eating Shabbos, it makes them more materialistic. It makes them more, more grub. Like the story, famous story, that one time the Balshemtov showed the student that there was an ox who was dressed in the garments of Shabbos sitting by the table. He ate the meat of an ox to fulfill the mitzvah Shabbos. And because he had such strong desire to fulfill the mitzvah in eating meat on Shabbos, he became like that. But nevertheless, there is so a person who is, let's say it causes him, he becomes, he just pushed and enjoys a good a good stickle flesh and a good stickle, uh, some good uh, food. So he still has to delight the Shabbos with fatty meat and old wine, make good food for yourself. But the highest level would be to not really, just because your body enjoys it, is because Hashem is the kind of of Hashem. So it turns out that on Shabbos you have the power to reach that uh, service of L'chayesim Barov, that to feed from not eating, which the life should be, the spiritual life of the Neshama, should be from not eating, even though he's actually eating and drinking, but it's not the eating and drinking, it's the connection, it's the mitzvah of Hashem. Because the main, the wholesome of the mitzvah of Enoch Shabbos is, uh, it's not when his delight is eating the foods, but it's from the spiritual delight of the soul for fulfilling the mitzvah of Enoch Shabbos. So that is similar, that you're giving the light from the hunger because relative to the body and the animal soul, that's a kind, that, what kind of an eating is that? That's, that's hunger. If you're eating it for Hashem's, the body says that's not food, the body wants to enjoy. But your, your main enjoyment is not the body because uh, the body and the, the nefshah mamis, they understand physical eating and drinking which is good for them. But this becomes a delight for the neshama. So this can add explanation that on Shabbos that there is a tainus and it's pushed off. We still have the yom rotzen of the tainus. Uh, not only because of the day, it's a yom rotzen, as the Rebbe said, and that day is also yom rotzen Hashem that I was saying earlier. But also the activities of the person because. Within the wholesomeness of eating and drinking of Shabbos, 
is similar to Barov. So you are a little bit Lachyosim Barov. The Rebbe says this is the explanation of Rebbe and Rabbonon in the inner meanings. Do we say that since it's pushed away, should it be pushed away totally, like Rebbe said, or not? According to Rebbe, since the main idea of the fast day is that it's in a day of appeasement to Hashem, and that can be fulfilled also on this Shabbos, by eating and drinking a Shabbos in a way that his whole delight of the Shabbos would be in a way of a mitzvah. So therefore, since the not important part, such an important what is the not such an important part? Eating and drinking. That's not to eat and drink. That you know, the important part is you know to have the delight of a mitzvah that you're doing that. Uh, so the rotzen Hashem of the tainis, uh, which is the uh, painting of the body, uh, can do, but the mostly fulfilled. So push it away totally. So in such a setup, when it's uh, you're only missing a small part of it, and not fasting, so just push it away, and that's why we don't need it at all. And this, we can say that Rebbe, the Gemara says that he never, uh, he goes according to his view, that he never benefited from this world all of his days of his life, even with a small finger. He never benefited. For sure that his pleasure of Shabbos was a spiritual delight of the neshama without mixing in the delight of the body. And therefore, uh, the spiritual service of the fast day takes place on Shabbos as well. And in addition to that, the Rebbe adds, we can say that Rebbe holds when the tainus comes on Shabbos, so in addition to the fact that Shabbos helps for the tainus, sometimes we find a hanile, which means that even though certain things, like for example, the Kohen Gadol would bring everything on, on, on Yom Kippur, even the the work that can be done, or in many different places, Ahani, which means the fact that it's Shabbos, it helps the Tainis also, because since Shabbos is Yom Ratzon Hashem, said before, Chem uh, Yomim, so therefore, it also helps Lach Barov of the Tainis, that you're, you're actually almost fasting because it's Shabbos through the eating and drinking of Shabbos. So even if a person who doesn't reach that level, that he doesn't feel at all the pleasure of the... Uh, can I, he feels, he enjoys good food, like we said before. He's, he's not, he didn't reach the level that he doesn't feel the food, but still, on this Shabbos, in which there's a fast and it's pushed away, there is the power that he should have that energy and that delight of eating and drinking in a level of but the Chachamim don't agree to him because for as long as we still have the fast days we actually need the affliction in the simple level especially that the Torah usually speaks by majority and we cannot expect demand from the majority that everybody should reach this level that he shouldn't feel the delight the physical delight of eating and drinking uh, of Shabbos which is an Achilles Mitzvah so therefore the Rabban hold that even though that in this Shabbos there is the advantage that Sayyim Rotson Hashem, it becomes a day of Hashem because of the fast day, as we said earlier at length, but nevertheless, we still need to have the action of a very simple timeless on, on the first day, on Sunday, until, I mean, we still have to fast until we come to the fulfillment of the promise that these days will be turned, for days of joy and happiness and for good festivals, but nevertheless, we still have to fast, but it's still lighter because there is the day of the Tainus is not there. The day of the Tainus was Shabbos. That was the day of the Tainus. So we're not the all the loss. But it says now, based on the above, we can explain the words of the Rebbe Marash that we brought down in Sif Aleph. He mentioned several times that this Shabbos is called Nidcha because the fast of Shivasa Betamus. Uh, was pushed away in Shabbos Kodesh. And he concluded, Halavai, that it should be pushed away true in, in Emes. And first, the Rebbe says that the words of the previous Rebbe, after he told the, about the words of his Rebbe Marash, he concluded, as mentioned earlier, a blessing of a tzaddik is fulfilled. Halavai, 
as a taka zayde. I wish it taka be so. Uzo nitchaver beemes vihavik l'sosim l'simcha should be truly pushed off and it should be turned around for joy and happiness. So the chayda, what did the previous rebbe? What did he add? Halavai as a taka zayne azoy azoy zayne halavai wish should be so. Uzo nitchaver beemes. What did he add on the words of the rebbe? Marash, this is the same words. That's what he said. What did he? What did he add to it? Also, the Friedrich Rebbe added on the words of Rebbe Marash, "V'yehofich l'sosin l'simcha." He turned into sosin l'simcha. Also, he changed from the language that the Rebbe Marash said, "Halavai ezonit chaverim be'emes." And the previous Rebbe said, "Halavai ezol take zainazoi." It should be so and it chabemis. He says it should be so. Instead of he just said alvay is on it as on it chabemis, and he said alvay is all takazayin as on it chabemis. What is the should be so? Also, we need to understand the words that he said that bracha for a tzaddik vert mekuim. He says the blessing of a tzaddik becomes fulfilled. So seemingly, this is a clear prophecy and a clear law that uh, we quoted before that these fast days are going to be nullified, they're going to turn to as the Rambam we quoted earlier, that all these fast days are going to be bottle of a Mashiach and not only that, they're going to turn into Yom Yom as the Pasuk says, Komar Hashem as we quoted before and he wasn't talking about for sure that before Mashiach is going to come, he wasn't talking about that, should we bottle? So why is he adding when he says, that it's going to be fulfilled? Of course it's going to be fulfilled. But based on what we said before in the definition of a tainus, when it comes on Shabbos, we can say that the Rebbe Marash and the Rebbe, the Friedrich Rebbe are talking about two separate details in the same matter. The words of my father-in-law are a continuation and a completion of the words of the Rebbe Maharash. Explain it like this. The Rebbe Maharash mentioned many times that this Shabbos is called Nidcha. So what we can say, what he wanted to say is to talk about the advantage of this Shabbos, that there is the fulfillment of the timeness in the service of person, we can fulfill it. And that's why this Shabbos is called Nidcha, because it's a totally a Yom Rotzen Hashem. So, which means that the tainus, the fast day of the 17th day of Tammuz, has been pushed away, Shabbos Kodesh, which means that the Yidden have, the fast has been pushed away, that we have the power to impact and to reveal this greatness through the mitzvahs and the activities of this Shabbos, eating and drinking and delighting in it. And that's why he concluded, Halavai ezol nitchaver be'emes, Halavai should be turned, that meaning that everybody in their own service should push it, should push away the fast day, which means that we should take advantage, fulfill this Yom Rosh Hashem of this Shabbos should be in a true way that everybody should feel in his the pleasure that is eating and drinking of the Shabbos that it's all Achiyus Barov. It's like the highest level of eating and drinking, not from the gashmis of the food, the lighting, the mitzvah so the Friedrich Rebbe continued that which means that it becomes fulfilled. That this blessing to fulfill the uh, please the 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 the, gedor, the, gedor atainis, the 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 ideas of this tainis in the service of Odin and the Shabbos should come in actuality. That let it taka be so in the service. And when he said that it should really be pushed away, he's talking about the actually, literally, the fast day should be totally pushed away, which is talking about the future. That in truth, that it should be nitcha. And then it will be turned to Sosim Simcha. He's talking about the time of Mashiach. So basically, one was talking about nitcha, about right now. The Rebbe Marash was talking about what's supposed to happen now, that we should take advantage of the special Shabbos of the Nitzchah. And the Rebbe said, yeah, let it be, and then the Nitzchah will be eventually 
to the they talk about the Laosid. And these are similar to the two steps and these periods that are going to be in the days of Mashiach. First of all, it's going to be all the fast days are going to be nullified. That's the, as he says, that it should be bottled. And then the second step is, but not only will be bottled, but there'll be days of joy. And that is the same language that the Rebbe used that in this year should be fulfilled as the, the Rebbe said, there should be so, so Nitcha Ve'emes should truly be Nitcha, which is talking about Mashiach, the two steps, first not fasting and then being joyful. So we're talking about on the 17th of Tammuz. And we're not talking about Tishbal, this was in the Kvar, Tiskaim and Nebua. It'll be already fulfilled the prophecy, Kamar Hashem Tzvokis, Tzvokim Arviyu, Tzvokim Chavishi Goimir Yia, Vesosim Vesimchom, Vayim Toivim, Vahemaz Vashol Mahavi, that's the Posik, Mesicha Shabbos Parshas Bolik, Yudzayim Betamus Nidcha, Tovshim Lamadal, Shabbos Parshas Tzavah, Tovshim Memzayim.